You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So he is really seeing the floor well as Booker on the drive inside gets the finish and the foul. Uh, he brought that out of the end one catalog right there. And Derrick Jones Jr. looked like he was doing the Watusa. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski <laughs> and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sportsbooks. Use your promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL tells you which side professional bettors are picking, providing real-time line movement and historical betting results. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription live on 1430 in Denver and the radio.com app. BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Let's uh, talk some more NBA with our buddy Michael Gallagher, at Mike S. Gallagher on Twitter, regular visitor to this uh, show, senior NBA analyst for Establish the Run. Uh, Michael, we got to start with the late game last night. Maybe some people went to sleep. They didn't realize that the Lakers are going to end up uh, losing that one after uh, controlling the early portion of the game. We have the Wizards on the roll here. But uh, tell us, over the last week, what have you seen or maybe not seen from the Lakers without Anthony Davis and over the last few games without Schroeder as well? Yeah, it's been rough. Uh, I mean, to, to lose the way they did yesterday it was just—they just ran out of gas, and they're just clearly missing Anthony Davis. It's so obvious, and really, it starts with—they're not a really fast team, so they—they've been able to basically take teams' half-court offense away. They were number one in half-court offense. Obviously, we're going up a small sample size, but since AD went down, they're just twentieth. Um, so that's that's a, a big—that's the number one thing. Their defense just hasn't been able to take shots away from people uh, offensively. They're also, they weren't really great in half court, but they're 26 since AD went down. And I mean, just, it, they don't really have like an offense that makes guys get like great shots, like the jazz or something like that. It's pretty much just like talented guys getting shots. Schroeder's a pretty talented pick and roll scorer as well. So that hurts them there. So they don't really have the X's and O's like a Nick nurse and all that. So uh, maybe they'll get that eventually, but eventually, I mean, hopefully AD's back, but it's certainly, not looking good um, to lose to the Wizards, who were playing actually a lot better. Uh, it, it's certainly the number one seed is is starting to slip away as the Jazz are playing great too. Michael, sticking with the Western Conference, obviously uh, Utah continues to be impressive. The Clippers, uh, they continue to be impressive. What do you make of the Phoenix Suns? Could they make any noise in the Western Conference? I continue to back them every night. They're really exciting to watch, obviously. But do you think that they're a true title contender in the Western Conference? I mean, it's tough to say, you know, they're not in that class of uh, the L.A. teams and the Jazz are certainly ahead of them, but they're probably right there, uh, maybe at the top of the next, or maybe you can throw them in with the, in there um, with that, that second tier. But, yeah, they have really a, a complete team. We know Chris Paul is 
you know, as reliable as it gets. Didn't shoot the ball great, but he runs the offense so, so well. And really the key lately has been Devin Booker's kind of back. And Devin Booker has been ridiculously good when Chris Paul is off the court. And it's happened all season, but he's been actually pretty solid without. Uh, Booker was not great. Usually you see James Harden and these other point guards who played with Chris Paul get an efficiency spike because Chris Paul just puts him in great spots to score. That wasn't happening. And now it's starting to happen. And Booker cites uh, the crowd, interestingly, uh, a couple times. It's been kind of getting him going. But he's certainly found his groove. He's getting more aggressive with his shooting. And this have defenders. Like we saw what Jake Crowder did for the Heat, and they're missing him. So him, if DeAndre Ayton could play somewhat well, that would be big. Mikel Bridges is one of the best on-ball defenders in the NBA. He's taken away a lot of really good scores. Uh, and, yeah, they, they did a really good job. Dame still had a pretty solid game. But after Dame, nobody had it going. Um, but, yeah, they, they've got just really everything going. Just the key is DeAndre Ayton has to play a little bit better. It seemed like uh, for a while there, the consensus was LeBron is the MVP right now. And many of the writers wanted to give it to him. And we've talked to you in the past. And at the time we were talking about Jokic, uh, he would be your pick at the time. Uh, but if we were to concede and say that, yeah, we could go. LeBron was a clear cut favorite. He was the betting favorite as well. We had uh, that straw poll test, ESPN.com. LeBron had a strong lead. I is he no longer the favorite right now? I mean, we're finding out how valuable Anthony Davis is, right? So yeah. you, I would say, I would say no. You know, I mean, I, it's it's the problem is the Nuggets aren't playing great either. They they're missing Gary Harris again, and all these uh, they, they're missing both their power forwards. And Michael Michael Porter Jr. just keeps making Mike Malone rip his hair out. So uh, it's it's a tough pick, honestly. Like if I had to pick, I would just throw my, a dart at like Dame. Uh, interestingly, <laughs> the Blazers starting lineup they've been running is the best lineup in the NBA of the 33 lineups with 100 minutes. But, yeah, I would just throw a dart at this point because I don't, I don't really trust Joel Embiid to stay healthy and get enough games. And he's – like, if, you, if I knew Embiid was going to stay healthy, I'd probably just pick him. But I don't uh, – you know, that back tightness thing. And the, the Sixers have been so careful with, you know, probable tags not playing. I, I just don't trust Embiid because uh, we know him running out of gas in the playoffs. He said it before. Um, you know, he just kind of ran out of gas. So that's going to be really important to them. I just don't think the game count's going to be there for him. So, like I said, just, you know, throw a dart at, like, Luca or Dame or somebody. Uh, so I, don't, I don't feel great about any of the favorites. Michael, we talk about Embiid. We talk about Philadelphia. Taking a look out east right now in the Eastern Conference. The Nets, uh, they look like they're the real deal, even without Kevin Durant. They're 6-1 and one this season against the Lakers, the Clippers, the Jazz, the Bucks, and the Sixers. So 12-2 and two against the top 14 teams. Which team out east in the Eastern Conference do you think could actually hang with the Nets, if any, in a seven-game series? I know we're far away from that, but I'm buying into the Nets. Who could actually hang with them? Is it Philadelphia? Do you see maybe Milwaukee getting hot? Or maybe Boston finally making a run? Who do you think it is in the east? Yeah, I think it's got to be just two teams deep, right? Just to hate to – I'd love to have a, a sexy answer, but, uh, I mean, it's just the Sixers and the Bucks, and that's kind of it. They have the length to kind of slow down Durant. That's going to be a big problem for a lot of teams that they're going to play in the first round. But, you know, their defense, and getting, I guess it would, I guess I'd pick the Sixers if I had to pick one of the two, just because when the Sixers are on defensively, we, they just take shots away. I, I, that one game against the, the Hornets a, a few weeks ago, when they scored like seven points for most of the first quarter, it was just like they weren't even missing shots. They were just not getting them because the Sixers defense was so locked in. Their zone defense is getting better. So 
But yeah, I, I think the Nets are certainly, and they've been my pick for a bit. I, I just think that they're going to be so hard to stop just because there's so many ways that they can beat you. And, and that's really the key. As I said before on the show, that, that the Bucks only having really one way to score was why they couldn't get over Miami. Uh, and that's not, that's a, a poor opposite of how the Nets are. And just also Bruce Brown's been playing a lot better. Jeff Green, hopefully that shoulder injury is okay. It sounds like it's just a contusion. But um, yeah, we'll see. We know they may go after somebody in the buyout market. Um, we'll, we'll see where DeMarcus Cousins goes. That'll be kind of a fun thing to watch. Let me swing some things. Although Boogie Cousins looks like a show of himself, just to add that. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. Our guest, Michael Gallagher, senior NBA analyst for Establish the Run. Follow him on Twitter at Mike S. Gallagher. Uh, so this Washington run, they've won five straight games. They're, they have the back end of a back-to-back tonight, playing three games of four nights against the Clippers. The point spread is up to 12 for this matchup, Michael. Um, are you buying, or uh, is this kind of a mirage, what we're seeing out of the Wizards? Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Yeah, I'm halfway by. Uh, <laughs> the key is their defense. Their defense was literally like the worst. Like if you play DFS, like, oh, who are the Wizards playing? And you play dudes against them. But they've been great. Actually, uh, I was looking up the Anthony Davis stats, and the Wizards have the number one half-court defense uh, in their last four games. I was like, oh, wow, uh, accidental stat pull. But, um, yeah, Roy Hachimura has really stepped it up. Russ Westbrook's going to do Russ Westbrook things and be you know, sloppy and – the spring throws and all this, but Bradley Beal's been playing great. Apparently, Garrison Matthews is the key to their defense, which I don't think anyone uh, saw. Uh, but yeah, they have their center spot is such a mess. But they have Bertans, they have all these guys who can kind of plug and play. But yeah, uh, I think Rui playing better has kind of been the the secret sauce to them being okay. And I've always kind of thought they can make a charge for that seven to ten spot just because Beal's so good. And again, Westbrook is is going to make mistakes, but when he's on, he he can make a make a team look pretty good. Michael, nine games on the slate tonight, some really good ones, Boston and Dallas, Philadelphia, Toronto. Anywhere uh, on the board tonight that you see any value as far as uh, any of these games? Yeah, I think the first game that struck me was the Magic against the Pistons. Uh, the Pistons' point guard situation, as great as Saban Lee was, he had 22 potential assists in his last game, his really first opportunity he had career highs. But I just don't trust them. Uh, the Magic are starting to get guys back. They're getting out for community to fill minutes. Michael Carter-Williams is a big step up from even Cole Anthony and these Frank Mason guys they were throwing out there. So I think the Magic looked pretty solid to me. Other than that, I didn't really see uh, too many. I was surprised to see how high the Nets Kings over-under was. That's certainly justified. And, yeah, 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 um, yeah, that's probably the only one I saw that I felt good about. But um, it's tough to pick the Wizards with that big big spread, but back-to-back. And we know after all the minutes Westbrook played, he's probably, you know, he may, he may not said he played it back to back in the last game, but obviously if he sits going from if you see he sits going from Russ to Hall Neto and maybe Troy Brown or whoever else they fill in with because Ishmael's out, so that will be a huge loss for them. Um, so maybe Vegas thinks that Wes is going to sit, hence the big spread. 
Yeah, I'd imagine in DFS, a lot of people are going to be uh, having uh, some exposure to that Sacramento-Brooklyn game. Highest total of the day at 242.5. These two teams played last week, and uh, they went way over the total, which was also in that 240 range. Uh, Any specific players that you love uh, in this game? Yeah, I mean, uh, just looking at the prices, uh, Kyrie's too cheap, I feel like. Uh, I think De'Aaron Fox is underpriced as well, so I would probably – Lean on those two guys, at least for Fanduel. But that's who I was looking at. Uh, just I mentioned Saban Lee. He's too cheap. Too cheap if you're playing DraftKings. Like you have to play him, even though Frank Jackson may get in the mix and they go three deep. But I thought Lee was too good. Um, I think if you wanted to stack another game, uh, Darius Garland, Jared Allen, and Trey Young could be a good little mini stack. Cleveland's defense has been really, has been really bad. Trey is on a heater right now, uh, and they don't really have the personnel to really trap Trey. Their defense is just not disciplined enough. So I could see him kind of getting going. Michael, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, you know, I'm looking at the Knicks-Golden State game tonight, and Julius Randle's been on an absolute tear, as well as R.J. Barrett. Anything you like in that game tonight, especially like we're looking at the rebound numbers for somebody like Julius Randle going against Golden State because they just struggle uh, on the boards. Anything you like in that one? Yeah, well, they're going to get some – they should get at least one of James Weissman and Kevon Looney back. They both practiced, and you would assume Weissman with a wrist injury should be okay. Looney's going to have a huge cap on him regardless. But yeah, I mean, they, like you said, they they they're vulnerable on the glass. But you know, getting Weissman there, his minutes will still be pretty low. So I, yeah, I still think Randall could definitely hit the glass. If I, if I had to pick one, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably still pick Golden State just because Curry is, is can can just go off and and the Knicks are they play slow and everything, so that could kind of hold them down because Draymond is the backbone of the defense could certainly kind of keep things kind of in check as far as a half court defense getting going. What is your favorite cider total for the night? Uh, yeah, just, um, the magic. That's my, that's, I, that's, magic. My, that's what I'm keen in on today. Yeah. Magic, uh, minus three and a half. I think, I just don't think the trick can hang, uh, offensively. They're going to really struggle. Gotcha. What about, um, this Philly Toronto matchup? I, I find it so interesting, uh, when you have back to back against the same opponent, Toronto winning the other day, Philly's favored by one and a half today. Uh, Embiid is that an MVP type season and Tobias Harris has been on a pretty strong run too. Yeah. Doc Rivers is the Tobias Harris whisperer. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one because it's, it should go without saying, I mean, they just lost their, basically their offensive coordinator of a coach and Chris Finch, uh, to yeah. the world. So, oops, sorry, my dog, my dog doesn't like Chris Finch, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's not something to, to ignore. Cause I mean, Chris Boucher has really kind of benefited from Chris Finch. So I'm curious to see how it's going to happen. So, I mean, if I had to pick, I think losing Finch, um, could make the Raptors a little bit of a tougher bet. So, um, the, the Sixers are pretty healthy. Doc Rivers always talks about playing rematch games and how he thinks this team is really good at them. So, yeah, I think the, the Sixers would be a good chance for a bounce-back spot. All right, looks good. Uh, Michael Gallagher at Mike S. Gallagher on Twitter, senior NBA analyst for Establish the Run. Thank you for the time as always, Michael. Thanks so much. Take care. Good stuff from Michael Gallagher. Hey, Horvat, you know, the more and more we talk about this game, I kind of like that Philly side, don't you? Philly? Love yeah. Philly. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, now you that love them. Now oh, you love them. Well, I'm scared off because they can't win games on the road, Joe, but I love the spot for Philly. Yeah. And Embiid. Good spot. Embiid's a monster this year, man. And I'm mad because I didn't buy into it going into the season. I said he's going to use a lot either. of load management. He's not going to bring it every night. He's going to be out of shape. And I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. Well, let's see. 
Is he going to stay healthy? Is he going to stay on the court? Is he going to be available? And are voters going to hold that against him when it comes to the MVP? It's been so long since the biggest one. Right. Uh, great, great. Great slate tonight. Nine games. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll continue to break it down throughout the rest of the show. Coming up next, we'll bring on Eli Hershkovich to talk about the action in college basketball this evening. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.